Hello and welcome to the Twin Troopers podcast. My name is Eric and I'm here with Tim. Hey guys. Hey, and this week we're going to be talking about the Elite Alliance Rangers. All right. So Elite Alliance Rangers. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> let's do it. Um, Elite Alliance Rangers. Um, let's just talk about their card. I'll yeah, start absolutely. there. Absolutely. Let's hit these. Hit the stats. All right. So it costs 12. Um, you get three figures for this 12 points. Like it. Uh Traits are Trooper, Hunter. Ooh. Really great Feels good. combo. Um, reinforcement cost is four per figure. Mm. That, that'll become relevant later. Uh, they have an auto plus one accuracy, an auto pierce one. They nice. surge for plus two damage. They surge for pierce one. They also surge for plus three accuracy. Uh, they have two kind of uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. One is Gorilla. After you resolve an attack... If the defender was defeated, become hidden. And then the other one is Elite Sniper. While attacking, if the target space is five or more spaces away, you may re-roll up to two attack dice. Yeah, that is... Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, that's that's in one game, of the things that really In a game that, really that doesn't it. let you re-roll often, that is a strong Yeah, strong to re-roll ability. two. Yeah. Um, their health is seven. They have a speed of four, a black defense die. And their attack is ranged... Two blue. Two blue dice, which sounds kind of weak in the abstract. But yeah, and it really isn't it, it isn't that strong, right? Mm. Um we'll we'll get into it, but yeah, it's it's questionable. Yeah. But we'll see how it how it plays out. All right. Uh so let's start with the strengths. Uh so I've got a list of strengths here, Tim, and I'm I'll be interested to hear what you have to say about them. Uh so the first strength that I kind of identified here was the I think the traits are incredible. Oh yeah. Trooper Hunter. Yeah, two of the strongest traits are supported by cards. I yeah. Should say. Yep. So we'll. I think we'll get we'll get into the specific command cards in a little bit. But I just want to point that out because it is kind of this weird hybrid of they just have access to a really, it's well like you said a well supported kind of base of command cards to choose from with those traits. Whereas, yeah. Right. There are some figures we've talked about in the past where we're like, oh, you know, it's a, it's a force user and their cards are mess. They're kind of there's not really a lot of command cards that you really care to have with this guy. Right. Or it's someone who needs a lot of, who has a lot of actions and they have the leader trait. And you're like, well, what am I supposed to do with the leader trait on this? Right. Right. Th- these guys have pro- probably their problem is they won't be able to fit all the cards they would like to bring. Right. Because the trooper and hunter also works well into building synergies. Yeah. Because there are a lot of other cards that you'll bring potentially bring in with into a list um that also have that trooper hunter absolutely uh next strength i want to mention was three figures per activation that's yeah, pretty it, good right it's, yeah we're seeing more and more releases with a unique figure or uh, a two. pool of two two yeah you know um, jet troopers or gamorian guards or you know right and that's kind of why these are actually yeah you're right i, I like that you mentioned that because if you look back to i guess or like elite stormtroopers and elite rebel troopers, both both three figure activations. Yeah, wing guards three. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah, even the, think about the, wing guards. The much forgotten wing guards. Oh yeah, their time will come, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about them. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, that's kind of entertaining, and you know that's that's really strong just because right in that one activation, right, that gives you a lot of space to remove, you know, the power to remove an opposing figure. Yeah. With three activations, whereas two maybe wouldn't do it. Um, and then I just thought it'd be useful to mention a uh, health pool of seven, which is, I just think, stronger than uh, something I've found when 
kind of biting back at them, like maybe they're taking shots at me and maybe I finally got close enough to throw some throw some hate their way, throw some dice their way. Yeah. Don't get removed. They don't they aren't removed that easily, unfortunately. Yeah, they're, they're, unless you're you're throwing down additional cards with those attacks. Right. You're not gonna typically being typical here, yep. you're not going to pull them off with a one shot attack. Yeah. You know, it's gonna take two to get them out. Yep, pretty tough. So, and then the major strength that I think we can spend a lot of time talking about is their attack. And there's, I just wanted to bring up like a lot of aspects of it. Wait, didn't we just say their attack the die dice, isn't too strong? They aren't too strong, but it turns out all the other stuff that they that have makes up for it, is amazing. All yeah, right. it turns out every other aspect of their attack is incredible. Okay. Um, so yeah, you told, before this, you told me about their attack. Uh, do you have the, did you still have those written down? The percentages <laughs> or not? I didn't. Okay. Okay. I've got them. All right. Um, good. So yeah, the Rangers have an 80% chance to do two damage versus a black die. Which sounds pretty awful. Sounds pretty awful. Now um, you, you have three figures throwing that down. Yep. So I mean, total six damage, assuming, and again, this calculator, I mean, this is the thing that we want to kind of preference this with, but it doesn't calculate, it doesn't take in re-rolls. Right. So re-rolls. yeah. So you, you know, maybe you're more likely to get three, right? Three damage. Um, and then they have an 84% chance to do four damage versus a black when they're focused. So okay. they have a focus. So they literally yes. get tw- twice as much damage with a focus. Yeah. So unlike some figures we've talked about in the past, like Jedi Luke, um, you know, focusing him isn't adding very much. Right. If yep. you focus an Alliance Ranger though, you're doubling the potentially doubling their, um, their damage output. Right. And so this is, and this is the part that we kind of I want to layer on top of this is that even when we're talking about these damage totals, um, elite sniper, as an ability, reroll two attack dice. Uh, it just gives you a lot of freedom to fix your bad rolls. So the blue dice, if you're not familiar, is three sides have two results and three sides have one result. Okay, and minimum range is two on each blue. on each blue. Yep. Um, so with their built-in plus one accuracy, yep. your minimum range for each attack is five. Yep. So you cannot miss if you're at five range. Yep. Uh, well, unless they're camouflaged, yeah, unless they have some other shenanigans. Hidden, yeah, yeah, some other shenanigans. But normally you're probably going to be safe shooting for five. You're safe shooting for five, and you're probably safe shooting for further away with the rerolls. Yeah. Normally. Yeah. yeah. I would, I would put it like if if I'm running them, um, seven. Is kind of where I'm looking at yeah, being yeah. my minimum. I want to be at, you know, seven. I feel completely safe with the re rolls. Yeah, and that's kind of where you start. Where again, focusing on this, their attack and why they're so good um, with the re rolls is it's kind of a combination of things, right? So first of all, that in, they get an inherent plus one accuracy and plus and pierce one. Yep. So that that's really nice, just as a mitigation of. There's a lot of situations where, right? If you think about what people the black dice roll i think it's two sides or single block one side is an evade yeah this is this is right two single block sides one one side is a single evade and then two sides are two blocks and one side is three blocks um so that means that you know at least three of those sides you're either getting and three of the sides result in no blocks for your opponent assuming they have no pierce reduction yeah right yep. that means they have no damage reduction for half the sides of a black die yeah which is really which i would say is really excellent right um, uh, another thing I think are very strong about the Rangers is their surges. So, right, this is a really, the surges they have, the plus two damage and pierce one, really help, I think, soften out their, they'll soften the spikes in damage, 
right? It's very hard to, um, it's hard for them to roll so badly that they get no damage. And it's very hard for you to roll so well that it removes all their damage, right? Just because those, the pierce one on top of the free pierce one and the search for plus two just kind of gives them a lot of freedom to either reduce your blocks down or bump their damage up from, even if, right, even if they rolled two surges, they have a potential to do two damage and pierce two, right? right? Two surge yeah, result, yeah, totally. which is pretty good. I mean, right, assume, for your worst possible roll, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring up as well uh, Gorilla, which I think is just kind of enough. You and I kind of laughed about this ahead of time, but the fact that it we almost always forget to even do it. <laughs> yes. So for Gorilla, yeah. if you don't recall, is after you resolve an attack, if the defender was defeated, become hidden. Uh, yeah, so being hidden, right? Getting a free surge in your next attack is pretty good. Yeah, plus being that much further away, you know, range-wise yeah. from getting countered. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're typically going to have those rangers at some distance. Right. You know, yeah. Minimum of five to get that elite sniper to trigger. Right. Um, so then, you know, like I said, if I'm typically going to try to be seven away, and then if you are hidden, now you're bumping that up with the hidden ability um, to nine. So they'd have to have nine range to get back, right. which isn't impossible with, you know, an HK or a weak way or other rangers. But. Onar isn't getting that shot off. Yeah, that's, you know. it's hard. Uh, and then the, and then I think the last thing to mention is uh, the surge for plus three accuracy, which, like we were talking about, right? you're saying minimum range five. It's, it's nice just to have that flexibility, right, that if you do want to take that range seven, eight, nine, ten shot, yeah. you're really you're getting a lot out of that. You're getting a lot of extra distance right out of that surge. Yeah, yeah. And just... I mean, something else to mention about them as well, I think, is that why the focus is so good is the number of useful surges they have, right? It is so high that there's almost, right? They're never going to roll a surge and be like, oh, I can't spend it. I don't have anything good to spend it on, right? They always have something good to spend their surge on. Yeah. Plus, you know, the, the focus, just looking at that green die, you have three chances to get two, two damage. Two more damage, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, so you got a 50% chance for that. Otherwise, you know, you're getting a damage and a surge. Worst case scenario, you get, you know, a surge, but also one range. So you're increasing your range with that focus and probably getting, you know, at least one additional damage, but more likely two. Right. So if we loop back, I just want to kind of loop back yeah. on the, when they're focused, they have a, you know, 80 plus percent chance to do four versus the black die. Yeah. And so if you focus two rangers round one, which is very, com it's a very common opening for yep. most lists, focus two rangers round one. That means you've got of the three, you have an basically an 80% 80, 80 chance or more to do about, if, you, if they all can target one figure, 10 damage, right? You've got 10 damage to put into a figure if you yeah. want, oh. which, is, which isn't bad, right? That's, feel, oh, that's, feels that's really, good. really good. Yeah, that's <laughs> not bad at all. And I mean, I guess coming, ultimately wrapping up what, what benefit their attack has, right, is this combination of being able to pump out, you know, if we're saying you know, 10 damage at 10 range, that... Right, that that's a good way to open your game, assuming that they're gonna put out that amount of damage without any return damage on themselves. Yeah, I've I've had a, a very sad tarot in the past. Yes, who's, me too. Who's moved forward to you know get some flame thrown off and yeah, the door on the op <laughs> opposing side, Jabba's palace opens up and Rangers say, oh, nope, not happening, tarot. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, good luck. Good luck, nice. Good luck, <laughs> do back man. The um, you know. Talking more about, I guess, advantages, um, 
you know, their their four point reinforcement cost makes them eligible to use Call the Vanguard. Yeah, you know, that's ex, You know, if you can get an additional free, you know, attack off with a, a ranger, especially focused, you know, that's worth worth the cost. Right, right. Um, so we'll get to command cards in a little bit, but I think we should talk about weaknesses too. What weaknesses? What weaknesses? They have no weaknesses. <laughs> I'd, I'd say their their major weakness is the opportunity cost of spending 12 points to bring one activation into your list. Definitely, because they do kind of, again, and we talked about this with Jedi Luke, but it does box you in a little bit when you're investing that many points right off the bat. Yeah. So it can get a little risky, and especially for figures that... I think we'll talk about some strategy a little bit, but for figures that really aren't designed to gain you many points via um, objectives, not yeah. really objective holders. No, certainly not. So there, you are a little bit, for 12 points, you're a little bit at the whim of your own positioning and your opponent's positioning. Because if they position themselves really well or they position themselves in a way that lets them hold an objective where you can't contest it very well, that's a lot of, po- that's a lot of points that you might not be able to uh, take advantage of. Yeah. So um, that is a risk. Um, we did bring up that two blue dice is a little weak. Yep. I mean, yeah, with a 50% chance on each to get two results, it's a little... Right? Is that, yeah, it is that. Yep. Uh, that's a little risky. I think the rerolls help mitigate that, but that is obviously a a downside to them. You know what? Um, another, I guess, potential weakness with all the rerolling, there are cards and things that happen mm. that can take those dice away. Yeah. So yeah. tough luck is a card that yep. I think for one point lets you remove. If a dice was rerolled, you can remove its results from yep. the pool. And I've I've certainly used that against some <laughs> rangers. Um, Feels good. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other weakness I wanted to bring up too was um this idea of uh, being able to maintain line of sight. So right, I I think the rangers are at their strongest when they are focus firing something, and that's just you know kind of a common trait of all imperial assault is being able to remove right dump remove it, put figures the, remove enemy figures um but because they are split into three there always is that temptation of splitting them up right they can get split up they can mm-hmm. get in each other's way of performing attacks there 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 is something cumbersome about three figures that you don't face with a lot of other right a 12 point jedi luke right he's never going to get in his own way yeah yeah, and that's that's interesting. And he's never going to split his damage. You can not by accident. Anyways. You can think about it in terms of a weakness. It's also a strength. Can be. You know, can having be. those three figures, and you can, you know, um, lay down focus fire from different positions. Right. Right. So that as your opponent is, you know, charging down one lane. Mm. You know, you you don't necessarily have to have all your eggs in one basket. You can split them up a little bit, um, so long as you're being aware of that um, the lane of fire. You know, right. where they're positioned. So, yep. Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I said so as if I had something else to say, but really that that encompasses it. Right, and I suppose like it probably goes without saying, but right, a weakness as well. That again, if we compare it to like a Jedi Luke, right. If Jedi Luke takes 15 of 16 damage, he's still as strong as he was at, right? He's still as much of a threat at zero when he's full health versus one health remaining. Whereas the Rangers, if you lose two Rangers and you have only a single Ranger left in the activation, well, now, yeah, that's... right, there's, there's an incremental loss that you face, whereas other figures, 
you know, not in the same way. It's a little yeah, bit different, that's, but not. That's in the a same good way. point. I don't. I don't think I've really thought that through. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm. I'm glad you brought that up. Right. Um, but now I suppose we we can move into strategy a little bit. Which. Okay. So what do you think about using the Rangers? Well, you know, definitely your their strength is that they're ranged. Rangers are ranged attackers <laughs> from uh, okay <laughs> from from quite a, a distance. You know, so you. Even on the, the first round, you know, usually figures aren't going to be able to get an attack off, um, or at least an attack that has the chance to make it, you know, and cause damage. Right. However, the Rangers, with their, their insane accuracy, they, they do. Mm. So, you know, if you, if you can get them positioned um, and creating those lanes of fire and those threats, yeah. you know, I, again, so, so much of the game is a threat, a threat of damage, a threat of something happening. And your opponent recognizing that, you know, so you're selling that threat. Yep. You know, you getting them focused and opening that door or having somebody positioned where they will open the door. That's going to prevent your opponent from from bum rushing you. Right. Right. Yeah. And I guess I kind of want to focus on. So in terms of strategy, the way I see Rangers being played is that. So let's let's just say for me as a general rule in Imperial Assault, most attacks have an opportunity cost of making the figure you move to perform an attack available to be counterattacked. Yep. Right? So moving to gain line of sight on something means that you are close enough or you've come around a corner or something like that, putting yourself at risk. Yep. And now and now for the rest of the round, you will be open to attack possibly. Um, Rangers, I think, are a special case because of their insane range that they have as a result of their two blue and their re-rolls and a search for plus three. And a built-in one. Yep, and the built-in one. Um, they have an opportunity, right, to just, unlike most figures, they have an opportunity to essentially move and take a shot and still be well, be safe. Basically attack without opening themselves up to that counterattack. Yeah, that distance yep, is... Exactly is you know it's it's super valuable for them to and i and i think that's how they need to play, need to be played in terms of right they're not and we kind of talk about so they're not for moving on it they're not for moving and holding objectives that's yeah. not really what you want to do you don't even really want to move them forward you actually i think want to position them and this is kind of how i talked about it, is each map you're ideally looking for the most conservative spot for them to sit where they can still move for take a shot and have access to as many basically line of sight lanes as possible yeah, from their location. We've seen players, um, and we kind of spoken about this, you know, off before we start recording. Yep. We've seen players who will start moving them forward, and we we just want to say stop. Like, don't move them forward. <laughs> you don't need to have them in the fray. You don't need to have them um, where they can get counterattacked. Right. You know, right. One of their strengths is that range. Keep them at that range. Make them come to you. Exactly. You know, make them rush that that beach head and, and come in and just get mowed down. <laughs> right. And so I think like a lot of times the best strategy with them is try, try your best. I mean, position conservatively, but try and predict what objective is your opponent going to, what, what objective is your opponent going for? And then essentially make that objective a, like a kill box of sorts, yeah. right? Like, all right, if you move on it, I'm going to, I'm going to remove you. Right. And yep. make, punish them for trying to hold an objective or, and, and you can also think of it like, uh, Let's say you paired them up with Jedi Luke, which we see happen a lot. Yep. You know, have them be the support to Jedi Luke. So if somebody comes in going after Jedi Luke, you know, they're going to be a threat and they're going to help repel that threat. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, so the strat- Ranger strategy is not not too complicated, but harder to execute, I think. Than... Yeah, yeah, I think it takes experience and practice and, Absolutely. and thought into how you're going to pull it off. Yeah, and it, it definitely kind of, it does matter. And a lot of times, right, you, you need to be cognizant sort of of where the fights are going to take place. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there are situations where I've played. So let's take um, Jabba's Palace, for instance. Okay. Right, is if you think about where the two deployment zones are, they're from across. They're basically facing each other with two closed doors. And if you leave, let's say you leave your rangers right near that door where you start. If the fight happens to move to the side, right away from where you've left them, like they might be out of the fight for the first and second round entirely if you didn't anticipate where things are going to happen, right? Right. Because that and that's a particularly difficult situation. That right for twelve points, you can't really afford to have them. That you can't afford to have that happen. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't leave them out of the fray that long. You you gotta yeah be getting your point worth. Absolutely. Um. So what? You know, so I I started thinking about them and what. Trying to remember even what cards came with them. Yeah. And so I I had to had to look, and I'm gonna give a, a little shout out. There's a. Uh, a website out there. Uh, it's www.ftbsiters.com, mm-hmm. and they have an IA da- database, and you can look at releases and things like that. Um, so I had to go out there and, and look at, you know, remind myself, you know, what came with it. Uh, there's actually some really great stuff. Um, so with the Alliance Ranger pack, they had Survivalist. Uh, oh. So Survivalist is a skirmish upgrade card. It's an attachment. It can go on a hunter or trooper. Uh, you ignore additional movement point costs for difficult terrain and hostile figures. At the end of each round, if you are in an exterior space, you may recover one damage. Mm. Um, you know, with some of the <laughs> not an amazing card, not but it's amazing. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's it's dependent on the maps in rotation, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like with Nalhuta, great, pretty good. You know, every, everything is exterior. Every figure in your group recovers one. Yeah, next, yeah, 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 pretty good. Um, then the command cards that came out with it, Call the Vanguard. Uh, Call the Vanguard Amazing. is a two-point cost card. It's use at the start of a round. A friendly trooper with a figure cost of four or greater may interrupt to perform a move and an attack. Um, then also it came with Heightened Reflexes, which is a, another great card. It's well, a hunter like card. It's all-star set of cards that this, yeah, this yeah, set came with. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> hunter card uh, costs two again. Use while attacking a figure, choose one defense die, and remove its results from the defense results. Mm. And then the last card, uh, Mitigate, that's a zero-pointer. Use while attacking to re-roll one attack die. Yeah, also not bad. Um, you know, Call the Vanguard, Heightened Reflexes, I would totally include um, in a list with the Alliance Rangers. Mitigate, maybe not as much, you know, because they have that re-roll yeah. ability that you're going to be using all the time anyway. Absolutely. Uh, with that, do you want to just talk about some command cards in general that you'd run with Alliance Rangers? Well, yeah, call the Vanguard. It's, no. <laughs> it's kind of strange talking about them because they are, in some ways, they are they take a lot of skill to use, but they're a very straightforward right. figure because they are just this high damage, high range, but also you just have to really plan where those line of those sight lines are going to be, and that's yep. kind of where a lot of these command cards. I mean, all, like we said, the Hunter Trooper combination is and gives you incredible access to command cards so right. like on the trooper end you just read call the vanguard yep which is fantastic um i do you think I, I don't need to read it again do i no no no. <laughs> i think we're good i think but I, I, get but it. I pulled out a couple more right if you want to do like 
Ivan think that Grenadier, which I don't think plays on their strengths all that much, because no, I so Grenadier's three points. It's trooper only, and for a special action, choose a space within three spaces and roll one red die. Each figure on or adjacent to the chosen space suffers damage equal to the damage results. So it's it's basically like his name says. It's like chucking a grenade at like a spot. Yeah, the, I don't think it play, it doesn't play into their strengths. No, but not it's at still, all. But it's still a strong card that is like straight damage, AOE effect. Yeah. When I think trooper cards or troopers, I always think grenadier. Um, but like you're saying, it's you know we we are already said strategy. You want to keep them out of the fray. Right. So you know if they're within three to toss that grenade out there. You, you have them too close. <laughs> you already messed up. <laughs> yeah, you already you already done did it. But a card I do think might be okay with them, um, Covering Fire. Oh, what's that one? Uh, so for three points, uh, it's used at the start of a round, and during this round, each of your troopers gains a surge for stun, and then if the target was already stunned when you perform this attack, apply plus two damage to the attack results instead. Now that's good. Yeah, uh, mostly, uh, especially because they can roll. So they have a lot of, they have a high potential roll, a lot of surges. Yep. And if they are focused or if hair is nearby, and honestly, right, so an 80% chance to do two, um, even if it turns into like this 80% chance to do two and throw and a stun. And like pop a stun on yeah. a cross. If you brought two sets of Rangers, like, okay, I have six figures that could. That could possibly. I could, I could almost stun your entire, your entire list, list yeah. right? Like that gets. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. And then, and then also just in terms of if they're already stunned and you want to surge for that extra damage, like two surges for two damage each, yeah. bumping you, up to four damage with surges, yeah, that's... If you could pull that off against, like, Vader, you know, I expect Ooh, we're going to see yeah. a lot more, you know, Vader coming out. Um, yeah, that's you know, pretty, with, it's pretty good. They'll have, you know, say the, the, the built-in pierce, an additional pierce. Yeah. So, you know, Vader's thrown out two black die, but, you know, if you have those pierce, you're you could probably still get damage through and get a stun. So, yeah, yep. yeah I, l- I like that. That's a good card. Yeah, what else could, you got over there? For, th- for three, it could be all right. Um, so then... So we, probably on the hunter side now. I, I pulled out some hunter cards. Um, oh, I'll have to bring up a couple, too. Unless you want to bring them up when I say them. Do you have the card thing up? Um, no. You should bring one up while I all talk right. about this, okay? Because I have, I have two that are in lists that I haven't pulled out. Okay. But so for one, I pulled out primary target, which is a hunter-only card for one. And it states, use one declaring an attack targeting a hostile figure with the highest figure cost of all hostile figures on the map. You become focused and apply plus one damage to the attack results. So again, kind of looking at that, I mean, it could it could fit in a lot of situations, but in that Jedi Luke or Vader, mm-hmm. you know, Vader scenario, right? Getting focused and getting a free damage on the Rangers, fan, amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing buff. And, and there's buff. no... There's no downside to that card. Nope, you just yeah. I, I mean, mean it, a one cost. But other other than the condition that they yeah. have to be the highest hostile figure, yeah. but yeah, it's not it's not too hard to to complete it. Essentially, yeah. um, I also pulled out Glory for the Kill, which I think a lot of players think of as a scum only, but mm-hmm. it is it is just Hunter only, um, and no restriction. It's one point, and it says use after you resolve an attack targeting figure. If the defender was defeated, recover three. Now, I think ideally your Rangers wouldn't have taken three damage. <laughs> sure. I, I, that's played, that's played, fair to say for anybody. At, for anybody, but played adequate, right? Because some figures you're going to accept some damage as part yeah. of as part of life. Yeah, if you have a brawler, is it's going to be up in the fray. But Rangers, you're hoping they avoided damage. This is just kind of one of those situations though, where I just think, um, I think Rangers have a high. You have a lot of freedom to choose which of your three Rangers is going to get a kill. Yeah, and they have a high potential to remove a figure like across their activation. Yeah. So I think even just kind of that flexibility to get that, and if you're going to couple them with other hunters, like say you brought them to scum. 
this card just ha- would have a lot of flexibility in your group, in yeah. your in your entire list is what yeah, I'm saying. Definitely. So, and, not bad. Know, and recovering three is a lot for one point. It is. And, and no action. And the, the Rangers, you know, they have a figure cost of four, so they cannot be reinforced. So to be able to, yeah. you know, recover three, you know, almost half their health pool. Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yep. And then I just kind of, I kind of save these last three. Okay. Even though I only have one in front of me, because I'm going to ask you to bring up... Um, Assassinate, I'm guessing. Assassinate and tools for the job would be right. the two I'd say for you. But I have heightened reflexes in front of me, which is hunter only is two points. Use while attacking a figure. Choose one defense die and remove its results from the defense results. So that's kind of looking at, right, again, just say for the one time they roll the dodge or the one time they roll three blocks when you really have to remove a figure, right? It's that flexibility, and it's it's one of the best hunter cards, and it's as, it's as good with these guys as it would be with a different hunter. So. Yeah. Um, one that you mentioned, Assassinate. It's a hunter-only card. Costs three. Uh, use while attacking a figure to apply plus three damage to the attack results. And that is where it gets just downright oppressive when you think about the, oh, and their focus, they have an 80-some percent chance to do four damage. Oh, well, I guess I'll do seven. Yeah. And that, yeah. well, and then now you're, then you're climbing into this area of, yeah, an activation of Rangers might be able to remove Jedi Luke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Might, be able yeah. To, might be able to kill him in a single activation. It could happen. Um, another one you had mentioned, tools for the job. It's available to hunter and smuggler. Yep. Uh, use while you declare an attack to add one attack die to your choice of your choice to the attack pool. Ooh. It costs two, but if you can add you know, an extra green, because green is pretty versatile with the two damage. Uh, I think most people tend to think of it. I'm going to add a red. That's what I would think of. Yeah. Mostly, mostly I'd say add the red because since you have those rerolls, right? That red, man, it's so likely that you're gonna get something yeah nice two. i mean half half the sides are three results so yeah. you can it's pretty likely you're gonna pull one of those off of two rolls yeah yeah but those those three cards combined with call the vanguard is just a amazing <laughs> set of it's your offensive options are insanely high in that scenario yeah um what is now we we talked before the we started recording i don't remember the name of the card uh, it allows you to see through other figures. Is that Marksman? I've got it out. Yeah, Marksman. So this is one that we, you know, we, you and I are having debate about this one sort of in terms of is it worth one point. You can include two copies of it, and it can be used in any figure. So Marksman is one point, any figure. Use before declaring a ranged attack. Figures do not block line of sight for this attack. That's all. That's what it does. So sometimes, you know, you'll have your rangers in the, the back part of your deployment zone, and so they might have their line of sight blocked by your own figures. Can or ha- can happen. Stranger can, things have happened. There can <laughs> there can be um, you know a figure on the opposing side that's kind of being blocked by other figures. You know, it's I'm trying to think of an example. Onar. You know, Onar has no defense dice. Right. So if, a lot of times he'll be behind other figures until he gets moved out of the zone. Yep. You know, so if you can get a preemptive attack off on Onar and start whittling that health down. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like it's could have its place. I, for me, if, if I'm running Alliance Rangers, I'm probably going to throw in at least one copy. Interesting. Yeah. It might be, it could be really good. Yeah. Definitely let you remove things that maybe shouldn't have been removed. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for command cards. Uh, we could go over a few lists here. I know you put together one. I put together one. Um, I, I did not actually. Oh, well, you don't need to. I, I started to, but you know, it ended up being too much, too similar to 
the medalists, and I think which is Rangers Jedi Luke, yeah, and then Hera Gideon three, yeah, some support, yeah, a bunch of uh, stuff. But I, I think you know people listening to the show have probably experienced that medalist already. Yeah. So to and it, we want to give give you guys something more, right? Well, and I'm and I'm hoping the I'm hoping the strengths of that list are pretty obvious in terms of. Rangers can always use a surge, so hair is really good. They can always use the focus, right? Getting access to another surge, another damage, more range is right. incredible with C three and Gideon. And Luke, he's going to be out there, so you can keep your Rangers back and kind of yep. and he um, be his kind support. Of a, yeah, he stops anyone from advancing on the Rangers, and that kind right. of combination makes it all strong. Yeah, uh, a list I put together that I thought was would be kind of fun would be, and I've seen this too. I'm um, double elite alliance Rangers for twenty four. Okay. Um, and then with 3PO, Gideon, Hera, as well, for all the reasons I just listed. Okay. And then, this is kind of where I threw in the, this is like the fun part, would be uh, R2-D2 and Rebel High Command, and then okay. an Alliance Smuggler. And this is mainly, because kind of going back to how we talked about all their strong command cards, is that I'm just going to start digging. I'm gonna yeah, start you're digging those my, cards. Yeah, I'm just going to start digging in my command deck. I'm going to pull out every good command card there is. Probably have that Smuggler to go... After some objectives, because smugglers he's, are great. He's bait. He's bait. <laughs> All right, I like that too. He's out there. They actually are. They actually are okay because of slippery on the smuggler is an ability you get. So that says while defending, apply minus two accuracy to the attack results. Yeah. So it can kind of you can pull, start pulling enemy figures towards you with this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, talking about how you don't want to split your rangers up too much, it's kind of nice having someone who can zip over, sit on an objective, and do that sort of thing. Yeah. I think that's all I have to say about the Rangers. Yeah, they're they're I great. Mean, they're expensive, but they offer a lot. Yeah, um, absolutely. They're very they're a very um, cool figure group. I think not enjoyable. Not too many weaknesses other than that cost. Yeah, and just uh, honestly, it's kind of like that practice, right? Um, if they don't have line of sight, like they don't want to be that close, but if they can't get line of sight from their safe spot or if something like that, it's yeah. it's just hard for them to contribute. There can be situations where they can't contribute a lot. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening and uh, till next time. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy the day. Goodbye.